Hello, hello. My name is Kim Addis. I am the president and founder of Frame of Mind Coaching and the co-founder of the Journal That Talks Back. You have just joined the Frame of Mind Coaching podcast with my co-host, Fernie Cotliar, who happens to be my awesome, amazing, and incredible daughter. Fernie, welcome. Hello, hello. Always a pleasure to be here. So what's up? What's new? What's happening? See, it's just like we're on the phone. Uh, yeah, a classic intro. Um, today, I wanted to talk about leadership. We did a little survey, sent it around, um, and people wanted to hear more about leadership. So today, I want to talk about what makes a good leader. Very broad. Okay. So very broad, very, very broad. Well, why don't we do this? Why don't we uh, hone in a little bit and discuss what are the thinking strategies that really amazing leaders exhibit? How about if we do that? That's a good start, right? So what we see is that leaders who soar, leaders who excel above the norm have a few thinking strategies in common. Um, And they're not necessarily... Uh, uh, they're not strategies that you see, oh, well, you know, they, uh, they do this to increase their revenue or their profit margins. It's not that kind of strategy. It's literally, they think differently than other people. So let's go through those. So number one, they always, always challenge their own beliefs. So mm-hmm. what exactly does that mean? Um, they understand that the number one thing that gets in the way of performance is what people believe to be possible or true. And so every time they get stuck on something, you know, every time there's a challenge, every time there's a conflict, every time there's any kind of adversity, they ask themselves the following question. What do I believe that's causing me to feel stuck? What are the beliefs I have about this person, this situation, this um, this challenge, what are my beliefs? And are those beliefs in fact true? So do you, do you really think leaders like go through these exact steps or just like something that kind of happens in their head or they actually write down like a list of the things that they're struggling with? Like Sometimes how- they write a list. We find that a lot of incredible leaders actually journal. And so they write down their assumptions. What am I assuming here? What are my assumptions? What are my basic assumptions? And assumptions and beliefs are kind of on the same level. And are those assumptions accurate? And so what they're doing is they're pushing back on their view of things. Am I seeing this clearly? Is my bias interfering? Uh, Could it be a different way? Could I be missing something here? If so, what could I be missing? So how am I seeing the situation that's causing me to feel uh, unclear, causing me to feel stuck, causing me to feel um, like I can't find a solution? So there's a solution to everything. We were able to, you know, take a spaceship to, to the moon, right? If we could do that, we could solve human problems on Earth, right? So we could solve a lot of problems. It's the way we think about them that matters. So. Thing number one is extraordinary leaders always, always challenge their own beliefs and the beliefs of their team. Mm. Okay, so that's thing number one. So when a team says, no, it's impossible for us to perform, the, the leader will say, oh, well, I don't believe any, something's impossible. Let's look at it again. Let's think about what, what's making this so hard. What are our basic assumptions we're making here? What beliefs do we have? And let's see if those are really real. Let's press on them 
and poke and prod and see if perhaps we can think about this differently. So that's thing number one. Thing number two is that we find that extraordinary leaders think about resources very, very differently than the norm. So for them, they believe that any resource is accessible to them and there is no shortage of resource. Resource being like money, uh, tools, um, people. Yeah, exactly. There's no shortage of money. There's no shortage of talent. There's no shortage of time even. There is no shortage. Yeah, I I struggle with that one, right? I'm the one who always says we're running out of time. Um, I know. (laughs) uh, So so they believe that there is a a supply, a large supply that they can access. Mm Mm-hmm. So, uh, and the difference between these leaders in the way they think about resources is that not only they believe that there is an endless supply of resource, but they also believe that they are enabled to access those resources. Mm -hmm. So if I need money, there's a place for money. I don't need to be a special person. I don't need to have a lot of money myself. I don't need to um have a special degree or i don't need to be in the right circles i know that there's money out there and i know that i'm entitled to tap into that source of money so there's a feeling like i can have the resources that i need and i deserve to have them a lot of people feel like who am i to build a big business who am i to get a loan from a bank who am i to get an investor who am i right i'm not important i'm not significant enough not smart enough good looking enough, whatever, right? I'm not enough. And so these people don't feel that way. They feel like, yes, I'm enough. I'm just as good as the next guy or the next woman. Why not? (laughs) And then the last thing that we find is that these leaders are very, very clear about what they want and they focus on what they want and they don't lose track of their, their goal, right? They don't get distracted easily. They're very, very focused on that. And, and that applies to not only their goals, but how they operate. So when they work with a team, uh, they're focused on what's working, on what's right. They focus on what they want instead of what they see that's going wrong. They don't focus on what's broken. They focus on how to fix things. They focus on the solution, not the problem, right? They focus on what they want as opposed to what they don't want. And we see this all in all kinds of places you know, parents who see their kids doing something wrong and they say, don't do that. Well, these kinds of leaders say, instead of saying, don't do that, they say, do this. Right. So they're always focused on where they're going, like, you know, single-mindedly as opposed to uh, where they have been and what hasn't worked with that. So they say, okay, this, this didn't work. Where are we going now? They look ahead of themselves instead of behind. Mm -hmm. So those are the three really big uh, differentials when we look at amazing leaders and how they operate. So just to kind of sum up what you've said, the first one was they challenge their own beliefs and they challenge the belief of others. The second was that they have resources accessible to them. They believe that they have resources accessible to them that there's an abundance of these resources and that they can tap into them. And the third is that they're very clearly focused and 
they look to where they're going as opposed to where they've been. So they really, what I guess what you focus on grows would apply here exactly. in the sense that they always keep focusing on that goal instead of looking at all the mess ups. Yeah. It's like uh, the Wayne Gretzky example where people you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. No. Is that he him? Would, instead okay. of going to the puck, he would go to where the puck was going to be going. Mm. Right. He, he didn't go where the puck was. He went to, he, he projected where the puck would be, but I'm going to throw one more thing in on top of that is that, uh, and, and we're talking about all kinds of, all kinds of leadership. Extraordinary leaders also have incredible coaching skills. Mm. They're great coaches. And so they understand that the most important thing that they need to do is build the confidence, the skill set, the ability, the productivity, the potential of their team. That is their job. That is their goal. That is their role. And so building up coaching skills becomes very, very important. It's something that we work on a lot when we work with our leaders and when we coach them is we also teach them how to coach. It's one of the most important uh, skill sets that they can come back to their organizations with. Interesting. And do you have an example of how it's, um, you know, coaching someone, teaching them this skill set, how has that shifted their organization? If you have an example. It's a, it's, it's massive. There's a trickle down effect. When you can uh, have a coaching conversation with an employee, you can understand what's holding them back and help them move that out of the way. So what you're doing is you're dramatically helping your team to increase their performance and removing some of the thinking traps, some of the thinking barriers that interfere with performance. So a lot of times we believe in the world that performance or a lack of performance is due to skill, knowledge, education, attitude, et cetera. But there's no person who doesn't want to succeed. And Mm -hmm. so what is the greatest barrier of performance is the thinking problem, Mm -hmm. right? We can learn skills. We can, you know, when, when we're in a good environment, when, when there's a good culture, when we're acknowledged and recognized, all of that attitude improves Yeah. when we're seen in a good light, when we're seen in a poor light, what happens? Our attitude starts to diminish. And speaking of skill sets, do you think that anyone is coached? not coachable, but is anybody able to be a coach or is it only certain type of people? No, I think many, many people can learn coaching skills a hundred percent. I think there's no one that can, that would not benefit from learning coaching skills. There are some coaches that are naturally better than others for sure, but I think there is no one who would not benefit from coaching skills and understanding the, the approach, the rationale, the philosophy, the process of coaching, I think, is extremely important for any leader to learn. Is anybody coachable? No, not everybody's coachable. Some people are not, and that's okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Good. Good discussion about leadership. Yeah. Thank you for sharing your top three tips. My top three uh, leadership thinking strategies. If you are a leader and you are struggling, if there's something going on in your world where you do not feel at peace, where you feel a sense of frustration, where maybe the people on your team aren't all rowing in the same direction, where you feel stress, where you feel overworked, where you feel like, you know, you can't hand things off to your team members. 
it's a good time to have a discussion with a coach, please reach out to us. Please go to frameofmindcoaching.com and sign up for a complimentary coaching call with one of our team members. Could even be me. Uh, Please do that. I'd love to hear from you. And if you want to talk to me directly, you can reach me at kim at frameofmindcoaching.com. Fernie, how do people reach you? Please email me as well. That's ferniecotliar at live.com. All right. Until we see you next week. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.